Beyond the saving effect of foot washing, Jesus' act of washing the feet extends into our daily lives as Christians. The Bible often uses the feet as a symbol of our standing and our conduct. For example, in Psalm 40 verse 2, we read, He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog, and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. God drew us from the pit and set our feet upon a rock. This figurative language describes how God saved our soul and placed us safely in His care. By the mercy of God, we are able to stand in His grace, and we need to continue to abide in the love of our Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus said to His disciples, If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in His love. John chapter 15, verse 10. The way to abide in the love of our Lord Jesus is to keep His commandments. Now that we have a part with the Lord Jesus through foot washing, our feet must walk in the way of Christ. We are no longer to walk in sin, but we must walk in the light, doing what pleases our Lord. Judas Iscariot, one of Jesus' disciples, also received Jesus' foot washing. But the Lord Jesus said that Judas had lifted his heel against his master. In other words, Judas had betrayed the Lord. His feet did not walk in the path of righteousness. Instead, he walked in sin and darkness. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. Romans chapter 16, verse 20. The Bible promises that God will crush Satan under the believer's feet. God will destroy him with our feet. Our feet are the instruments of God. God will use our feet to defeat Satan. Satan will have no power over us. We are to overcome sin in our daily lives and live as children of light. Through our godly conduct, God will declare victory over Satan. The Lord Jesus not only commissioned the disciples to perform foot washing on other believers as a sacrament for salvation, He also taught the disciples to wash one another's feet. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. John chapter 13, verse 14. The Lord Jesus was far greater than His disciples. He was their master and their teacher. But He humbled Himself, took on the form of a slave, and washed the disciples' feet. He wants us to thus also humble ourselves and wash one another's feet. Our Lord Jesus, with His own example, has shown us what it means to love others. Although He was in the form of God, He emptied Himself by taking the form of a servant. He came to serve, not to be served. To love is not to expect from others, but to give and to serve. To love others requires that we become servants to others. That takes a lot of humility. Washing another person's feet is to wash the lowest part of another person. It would be much easier to wash someone else's hands instead. But our Lord Jesus wants us to wash each other's feet. True love is to love those who are not lovable. 
Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 to 2. When we see the flaws of our brothers and sisters, it's easy for us to look down on them and criticize them. But the Bible teaches us to bear one another's burdens. That means accepting others despite their flaws and patiently leading them to the right path. Our Lord Jesus told his disciples, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. By washing his disciples' feet, he demonstrated for us how to love one another. Let's obey our Lord's command and learn to put his love into practice.